Okay, so today, um, before we pray, today's message will be, it's a, it's a short one, but I titled it, like I wrote on the group, I titled it um, True Worship. And um, I used some unusual texts or scriptures, but well, while I was studying them, that was what came to mind. And um, our first scripture is um, Second Samuel, Second Samuel, chapter twenty-three, from verse one to um, from verse one to let me see. From verse one to seven, yes. Second Samuel twenty-three. From verse one to seven, but my emphasis will be verse three and four. But we'll read the whole thing. Are we there? Yes. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. All right. Wonderful. So 2 Samuel 23 from verse 1 to 7 says, Now these are the last words of David. Thus says David, the son of Jesse. Thus says the man raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord spoke by me, and his word was on my tongue. The God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me. He who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. Verse 4. And it shall be like the light of the morning, when the sun rises, a morning without clouds, like the tender grass springing out of the earth, by clear shining after rain. Although my house is not so with God, yet he has made me with an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. For this is my salvation and all my desire. Will he not make it increase? Verse 6, but the sons of rebellion shall all be as thorns thrust away because they cannot be taken with hands. But the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the shaft of a spear, and they shall be utterly burned with fire in their place. And Lord bless the reading of his work. Amen. Amen. So, um, like I said, my emphasis will be three and four. We'll quickly talk on the rest. But like he says, you know, this is this way of David, the psalmist, the king, and also the prophet. When he says, he says, thus says David, the son of Jesse, thus says the man raised up on high, the anointed of God, of the God of Jacob, 
and the sweet soundness of vision. It says, the Spirit of the Lord spoke by me. So the Holy Spirit spoke through the mouth of David. And it says, or oh, this is David speaking from verse 3. It says, the God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me. Is he who rules over men must be just. Must be just. And what do we understand by just? For someone to be just, it is said that he or she must be. Another word to link to it is righteous. But the true or the intricate word or the the, 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 the word that is um, heavily linked to someone who is just is truth. Being truthful, being impartial, being trustworthy, being honest, being straightforward, being sincere, being righteous. All these words are tied to the word. So you can say, he who rules over men must be true or must be truthful. Now says, ruling in the fear, in the fear of God. And this takes me to my next scripture. Let me just quickly read that. It's Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 11. Okay. Isaiah 11 from verse 1, from verse 1 to 5. I'll quickly read. It says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with all the rod, with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. So, of course, we know that this is talking about Christ. This was one of the prophecies of Isaiah that, you know, that spoke about Christ and spoke of the spirits or the things found in this one. It was called the, the, um, Erode from the stem of Jesse. Now that statement, I don't want to go into it. There's a whole lot, you know, um, how the the lineage from which Jesus came through in the flesh, it was thought to be lost. But as I prophesied that Erode from the stem of Jesse, you know, shall it shall grow, it shall spring forth, and of course that's Christ. But my emphasis here is. In where it says the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, all these spirits, all these uh, 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 virtues, wisdom, understanding, counsel, and might, knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord, they are all from one spirit. 
They are all from one spirit, and that's the Holy Spirit. So, um, verse 2 that says, The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. He shall judge not, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes. So, this takes you back to what we talked about, where, or back to what we just read in Second Samuel, where David was revealing, says, He who rules and rules over men must rule with two qualities. It says what? Must be just and ruling in the fear of the Lord. Of course, ultimately, he's describing Christ. He's describing Christ. Because, again, you know the scripture, do we know that scripture that says that we are, that God has made us um, kings and priests? Do we know that scripture? Yeah. Yeah. You could think it's Revelation. Let me quickly. Revelation to one. The six. Okay. Yes. Let me read from verse four. Revelation one from verse four. It says, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. So you see that ruler over men. So the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him, of course, who are these kings of the earth? Well, all kings. But those for the sake to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and he has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So, I'm reading this scripture just to describe that we are made in the likeness of the ultimate king who says to David, that he who rules over men, yeah, must rule with what? Or must be just, must be true, and must rule in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord, and that Isaiah 11 now describes that phrase, the fear of the Lord, describes it as a spirit. As a spirit. Because scripture says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because anyone that follows the Lord, even Christ himself, is to show you that that was, that was part of the spirit that was upon him. The fear of the Lord. And also true. So that reminds you of the scripture that Jesus revealed what is in the heart of the Father in John chapter 4, where he says the Father is seeking those who what or seeking true worshipers, right? Who worship him in spirit and in truth. You see, in spirit and in truth. So Samuel. Hello. Hello. How was it here? Can you hear? Can you hear? 
Yes. Okay, can you hear me now, right? Okay. When did yes. it stop? Is it just now? Uh, just this. Okay, what was the last thing you heard? I think you said Samuel. Okay, so I'm saying linking it to Second Samuel 23. Um, where it says, um, he who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. So I was talking about when Jesus revealed the heart of the Father, says that uh, 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 in John 4, I think 23 to 24, 23 to 24, yes, he said that, but now, um, that the Father is seeking true worshipers, those that we worship in, in spirit and in truth. So when I was reading this, when he says, he who rules over men must be just. And like I said earlier, you look at the, the meaning of just, one word you see that is truthful. To be true, to be just is to be true. To be just is to be righteous, to be straightforward, basically truth. Ruling in the fear of God and fear of God is a spirit or is a, is a nature or is a feature or quality from the spirit of God. So what came to mind is worshipping God in spirit and in truth. Because even while we're called to be kings and priests, the way a king will truly worship God, because when we understand what worship is, because we know that worship is, is not even songs. Worship is our lifestyle, your life, my life is a lifestyle. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it has really nothing or little to do with songs. Songs are an expression of your worship, you know, and I see worship as, um, first of all, lifestyle, second of all, service, and uh, what's the third one? Um, sacrifice, yes. Lifestyle, service, sacrifice. That's why even in Romans chapter 12, um, Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Another, another translation say which is your which is your reasonable worship so you find out that the, the first offering as a worshiper is actually your body your life your soul because that's what God paid for and then like I said your 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 service what you do is part of your service so what he tells us to do, our service to him is also worship. And then the last one, sacrifice. All these things are tied together. So as a king, as a king, or a king worships, how a king worships God is by ruling with what? Justice. It must be ruling with justice and ruling in the fear of God. Does that make sense? 
Hello? Yes, okay. So, even as a priest, as well, remember I said we're called to be kings and priests. So David is speaking here ultimately about Christ, but he's also saying anyone who follows you, who will follow after Christ, will also worship this way. Remember, Christ is the king of kings, and we are called to be kings and priests. But we as kings and priests also have our king, who is Christ, and he rules with justice and what? Or in the fear of God. Also, we too follow suit and worship God or perform our kingly or priestly duties, being this way as well, being just and ruling in the fear of God. So basically, the message here in all of this is whatever God leads you to do, that true worship in that which you're doing must be done in, or be, must be done being just, being true, and ruling in the fear of God, which is a spirit. So if you now link it to what Jesus said about the Father looking for what? Seeking true worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. I want to be sure that makes sense before I go forward. Does it make sense? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So, um, Verse 4 of 2 Samuel 23 now begins to describe how him or her who worships God in this way or who rules over men this way begins to make a comparison. It says, and he shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises in morning without cloud so we've seen we've seen the 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 sun that rises the first rise of the sun we can we 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 can remember how it looks like right we will see it every day (laughs) yeah you know how it is yeah yeah it shines bright but it's not um, it's not like the sun that shines at least I'm speaking from this part of uh, the world you know when it comes to from 12 <laughs> from 12 to you don't want to be outside when it's from 12 to like two the sun is harsh you know those times but the the, the sunlight in the morning from say about 7.30 or 8 or about just before noon, you know, that, that early morning sun is the, is the, is the best. That's what uh, David describes, the one who rules with justice and the fear of the Lord. He's like that light of the morning when the sun rises 
a morning without clouds, without hindrance. Again, like I said, someone, because when you see someone who worships God in truth, there is no fear. When you worship, when you worship God in spirit and in truth, it, it deals with every form of fear. Because that scripture says, the reason why we should do that is because God is spirit. So those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And what that basically, I mean, there's a whole lot that it means, but basic word means spirit, worshiping God in the spirit, in the wisdom of the spirit, not because on our own, we cannot please God. You know, so only by the spirit are we able to, first of all, are we even able to access him? Only by his spirit. That's why he gave us his spirit within us so that we can worship him through that means, through that access. And only by his spirit can we even know what is in his mind, what his will is. The scripture says, um, um, who knows the mind of a man except the spirit of that man? So also, who can know the mind of God except the spirit of God? So it's only the spirit of God that gives us access to even know what God wants, what is in his heart, what is in his mind, that we even please. So it's also only the spirit can help us, can, can, can equip us or empower us to do, to worship God, to do the things that God, okay, when we now know his will, the ability or the power to even do it, or the desire to do it, or the grace to do it is from or is by and from spirit. You understand? So we can't do anything, can't worship God, can't do anything. Anything outside of the spirit cannot be received. That's why God had mercy upon us that through Jesus Christ, grace and truth came through the Son by him died. And after he died, the Holy Spirit was, was given to us. That's how grace through the Holy Spirit came to us. So that's how we have access. And of course, we have access to this grace through faith by the Holy Spirit. And then the truth side is worshiping God in truth, in sincerity of heart. You know, you cannot be, we cannot be crooked, we cannot be false, we cannot be uh, 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 double-minded in our dealings, you know, um, in, or in our ways. So that's what truth does. Spirit gives us the power, the access, you know, the ability to worship God rightly, and then truth makes sure makes sure that we are we are. There is no hindrance. Because when you are, like I said, when you walk in truth, you have nothing to fear. When you walk in truth, in honesty, in sincerity. Honestly, the housing is, is the, um, I don't know how to put it. Would I say the gateway to love, true love in God, when you are sincere, when you are honest, when you are straightforward. If, even though, we, like I always say, even though we can't hide anything from God, you know, it, it is 
it is um, it is in our best interest to walk in truth or to worship God in truth by the Spirit. And the Spirit of God is called the Spirit of truth. There's no how you can walk with the Spirit of God and truth won't be your red eye because this is the Spirit of truth. Does, does, does that make sense? Yes. Not rambling, but that makes sense. Okay. Yes. So, um, this scripture, like I said, verse four, Second Samuel twenty-three, verse four, and he shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds. I see it as without hindrance, without anything blocking the sunlight. You you can shine bright, but when there is when we're not walking in truth, fear comes in. So many things can, and when fear comes in, we shrink. And shrinking is also a form of, you know, our light dims a bit. So we can't even shine. But he says here, this, this person shall be like the morning without clouds, not sunlight. And he says, like the tender grass springing out of the earth, by clear shining after rain. Do we do we understand that second comparison? Who understands that second comparison? Like the tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining of the rain. Anyone? Okay, so how many of us have been? I mean, I'm sure we've seen it. So, you know, when rain falls and it falls, maybe you're close to somewhere where there is grass and it falls on the grass, and then sun, the sun after the rain stops, it ceases or it ceases to rain. And the sun shines. Do you, do you know how it looks like? Do we know how it looks like? Rain cold. You said? I don't know, like. Okay, I'm let not, me. Let me. Like no, like you know when? Okay, let me show you. Let me show you a picture. Let me share my screen. Oh, uh, tell me, like. Maybe I've been on the grass for a long while. Yeah, you know when rain falls on grass, you know, the water will be on it, and when the sun shines, let me, I got a picture. So then, you guys tell me if you can see. Can you see my screen? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So this Yes, like, like morning, but this is probably after rain. It's falling on the grass. You see how it shines. Yeah. <laughs> see how it is. so this like what um, he's talking about. You know, describing how this person is like. Um, 
Okay, so let me share it. Okay. So um then he goes on to say, although my house is not so with God, although my house is not so with God, yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant ordered in all things and secure for this is all my salvation and all my desire will you not make it increase what does let me let me try what does that first two those first two lines in verse five what does it what, what comes to mind he says although my house is not so with god yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant. What does that tell you? Or what comes to mind when you hear that? He's revealing something. He says his house is not so with God, but yet God has what has made with him an everlasting covenant. Does anything come to mind? Um, um this verse this is not by our work. Okay. Yeah, that verse that talks about is not by our own works or by the, oh, the spirit of God, the choosing of God. That's what came to mind when I was reading that he was not qualified by anything that his house has done. It was not by maybe his house was majestic or anything. But God chose him and God has already ordained his house. Yes, yes, thank you so much. What, when I read it, what came to mind is it is God who chose this man, it was God who chose him, it was God who chose him. That's why it says, um, at the beginning, when we read verse one. Describing who David was. It says, thus says David, the son of Jesse, thus says the man raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob. So anointed is the chosen, somebody chosen. Because the man cannot anoint himself. He has, he has to be anointed. So the other speaks, what he was just saying Though it was not so with my heart, but God chose. He chose to. God's, God's choice is usually, is, is usually tied to um, is usually tied to his, his, his sovereignty and his purpose. His purpose, what he wants to do. He chose that through this lineage, through this through this pathway that the Messiah would come in the flesh. So David is saying, yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. For this is all my salvation and all my desire. Will he not make it increase? He says, but the sons of rebellion now, there is um, is which I don't want to I don't want to go into 
that today what I wanted to say because it will it will really um we might not be able to finish it but you know even though God has from God's perspective here yeah, God knows those he has chosen but from our perspective um I don't want to say it is not for us to know no in order for us not to um become complacent or um puffed up proud you know even though one is chosen by god one still has a part a a a, a part to play so i think of and i say this i think of even the lord jesus um it is said of him that um even though he was a son that he learned obedience by the things he suffered do we know that scripture thank you sir hebrews uh, hebrews uh, let me see do we know that scripture Do we know it? I don't. You don't know it? No, I didn't hear you. Sorry, my okay. Can you hear me? Did you, okay, yeah. you hear what I said? I think the scripture you're talking about might be Hebrew 2.5. I could be wrong, but let me double check. Okay, it's Hebrews 5. Yeah, 2 to 5. From verse, from verse, uh, from verse, uh, let me see. 12. Okay. Let me see, let me see. Okay, from verse, let me from verse, no, verse 7. On verse 7. Oh, okay. Okay, Mana, yes. Hebrews, yes. Hebrews 5, 8. Then, let me read from verse 7. He says, okay, he's, the writer is talking about Christ. Um, then from verse 7, he says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers, supplications, with very men cried, and tears to him who was able to save him and was heard because of his godly fear. Do you see that? Do you see that fear of the Lord? Again, you see, because of his godly fear, though he was a son, capital letter, he was the son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So we're saying that though he was chosen, though he was the anointed one, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author and of eternal salvation to all who obey him. 
called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. So, um, I wanted to say that before I read the other part of uh, Second, what is it? Second Samuel. Let me go back to it. Um, so, I wanted to state that before we go forward, you know that even when you look at the life of David, you know, at the end of his life, it was said David did all that the Lord wanted him to do, well, except for the part of the um, incident with Uriah Bathsheba. Um, but apart from that, because as he's speaking, he now says in verse 6, he says, but the son of rebellion shall all be as thorns thrust away because they cannot be taken with hands. And when you see the picture of thorns, we know, okay, I'm sure we know. We know the picture, we know how thorns look like, right? Everyone does. Do we? Yes. Okay. So it has a lot of sharp. It's, it's also wood, but it has a lot of sharp. It cannot, you can't hold it with your, it's not wise to hold it with your bare hands. So that's why he's saying here, but the sons of rebellion, rebellion there can also translate, you know, disobedience. Um, what is it? Okay. Yes, but the sons of rebellion shall all be as thorns. Again, there is not a description, a comparison, a description to something else, just like you described the one who rules, who rules over men to be just and to rule in the fear of the Lord. Now he says, but the sons of rebellion shall all be as thorns, thrust away, because they cannot be taken by hands. They cannot be held by hands. So he's saying they cannot be. They cannot be controlled by bare hands. They need. It says, but the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the shaft of a spear. And I had to go look for what a shaft of a spear. Shaft of a spear is the head of a spear. So you see, you see a spear, usually maybe a wood, and then at the head. You have the sharp, you know, the sharp. And it's usually made of metal. You know, some are like knives, some are like pointed like arrows. And I realized that the shaft of the spear, apart from, you know, being used to thrust, is also used to cut off. Can be used as a knife. So he's saying must be armed with iron and the shaft of his spear and they shall be utterly burned with fire in their place. And what this even as I'm reading, even as I'm reading what the scripture that comes to mind is John 15. The scripture that comes to mind is John 15. Um, 
John 15, um, let me see, verse, uh, there's a part he said, um, okay, verse, verse 6, verse 6, now, John 15, Jesus is talking about branches branches that are in him and i also realized that um, thorns are also branches but branches with spikes all over so verse 6 john 15 says if anyone does not abide in me he's cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them in fire and is burned so you see this verse and you see the similarity with what is being said in 2 Samuel 23, verse 7. Do we see it? Hello? Do we see the link? Come again. Please come again. No, no, I was. Did you hear me just linking what we read to John 15? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I was asking if we, if we saw the link. You know, it's the same thing that was said. Uh, this and that was why I said that, uh, that you should please come again. Okay, okay. But you get what I'm saying, right? Mm hmm. Okay. So verse 7 of 2 Samuel 23 that we read, for the man who touches them must be armed with iron and shaft of despair to cut them off, that is to cut them off. It says, and they shall be utterly burned with fire in their place. So the, no, before we start, I said my emphasis will be three and four, but I just had to read the rest as well. But the heart of um, my message today is um, anything that God tells us to do is actually worship. And when we said that we are called to be kings and priests and as kings, kings rule, kings reign, they rule. And I, David here says, he who will rule over me must, must be what just. And just is linked to being true, to truth, truthful, righteous, not partial. So exactly like Christ. And he also says, must rule in the fear of the Lord. We saw that the fear of the Lord is one of the spirit that was said to, or that was said will be upon the Messiah. We read uh, Isaiah 11, spirit of wisdom, spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding, of counsel, and of the fear of the Lord. He shall delight in the fear of the Lord. He shall rule, or he shall not judge with, this, with, with sight or with ear, but he shall judge righteously the poor. So anything that God tells us to do, or leads us to do our, you know, is worship. 
And when I describe worshiping lifestyle or lifestyle uh, or our life, our service, um, and sacrifice, these three things, that's what worship, or that's what I see worship as. You know, songs are only expression of our true worship or of our worship. And like Jesus said, the Father is seeking true worship as those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. So, but Um, come to them or the Lord would have laid on their hearts. Please feel free to share. Hello? Yeah. The floor what did is you open. Oh, you didn't hear me? Yeah, I did not hear you, you at all. Let me talk here, thinking that you can hear me. What was yeah. the last thing you heard? Oh, what did you You were saying something about Sharon, but I didn't hear I didn't hear what you said before that. Okay, no, I was just saying that. I was just trying to do a recap of everything I said. And I said um, that the floor is open, that we can share whatever God laid anything in your heart or from the scripture we read or anything. Even while I was talking, you can please share. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, that was what I said. Okay. Got it. So for me, um, once I read the title was mm-hmm. True Worship, and I think he also mentioned um, John, I think John 4 um, to, let's see, I think it was a 20 to 24, God is spirit and those who worship him uh, must worship him in spirit and in truth. So once I read that, the first story, the first thing that came to my mind was the story of Job and how um, in order for us to come to a place of worship with God, we must first um, deal with our hearts. And, you know, the word of God tells us that Mm -hmm. if we regard iniquity in our heart, he will not listen to us. But if we confess our sins, um, he will forgive us. And so we have to, so in order for us to go into that place and truly worship God, we have to um, deal with our hearts and, you know, just simply just asking him to, you know, review things that we are doing or have done in our lives that is a violation to his word and for him to um, forgive us. Mm-hmm. And and as I was reading, uh, I thought about Job. You know, he lost he lost everything, his family, his wealth, and pretty much had nothing. 
And even in the midst of that, Job chapter one, I think, uh, I think Job chapter one, verse 20. If we can, if you can read that for me. Okay. Job, let's see. Job chapter one, verse 20, right? Yeah, Job chapter one, verse 20. Okay. This and Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. And he said, Okay. Yeah, to the ground and worship you. Yeah, you can keep going, I think. Okay. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord in all this Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, as I was reading, Job came into mind and that, you know, regardless of him losing everything and because that his hope and he knew that his source of wealth was from God, when he lost everything, he still um, gave him the glory. He still worshiped him. I mean, in our human perspective, that might not be the ideal position or place um, to just, um, you know, praise and thank the Lord, but he did that anyways. And also, um, I think in First Thessalonians, I think 5 verse 18, I mean, scripture says that um, in all things, in all things, we should... Uh, give thanks yeah in all things we should give thanks and also i think um somewhere in romans i don't remember the scripture exactly that all things as children of god all things work out for the good of those who love him you know whether good or bad things everything does work out for us and also throughout scripture um god emphasized on us not worshiping other gods and mm -hmm. When that, uh, when I read that, I think um, Exodus chapter twenty verses two to six. So if you can read that too as well, we'll just read um, yeah two to six yeah twenty. Okay. Um, I am the Lord your God, who brought you so out of the land. Exodus what? Sorry. Um, Exodus 20. 20 and then 2 to 6. Okay. Thank you. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth you shall not bow down to them nor serve them for i the lord your god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments um, thank you so much. So like, I mean, based on that, we know that um, 
God does not appreciate when we um, worship other gods. It doesn't necessarily have to be idols, but we, it could be, um, you know, our children, our career, um, education, mm -hmm. other things that we've um, devoted a lot of time to and just kind of like put God um, on the side. And so we have to, you know, come to a place where we have to rid ourselves of these things in order to, you know, be in a place where we, we can worship God in truth and in, in the spirit. And also um, Daniel chapter three, verse 16 to 18 also came in mind too as well. So if you can also read that too, that would be great. Daniel three and then 16 to 18. Okay. Daniel three sixteen to 18, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image which you have set up. Okay, thank you so much. And as we see for uh, Meshach and Shadrach, Meshach uh, and Abednego, um, they, they showed us like a true example of what it means to worship God. So they decided to completely ignore their flesh. I mean, for them to come to a position, especially in chapter, in verse 17, he says, if we are thrown into the blazing, I'm reading the NIV, and he says, I think 18, my bad, 18. He says, and even if he does not, we uh, we want to we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your God or worship the image of gold that you have set up. So, I mean, they completely ignored their, the, um, their flesh and decided not to bow down. I mean, I think like if sometimes we're in a position like that, um, it might be, easy for us to just um you know not obey god because what really stood out to me here was that they were saying that even if he does not deliver us mm. they will still not bow down to that golden statue mm. and i think it takes a lot of commitment and that commitment comes from reading the word of God, studying, having a relationship with God. So if we want to worship too as well, we have to take time and uh, read the word of God. Because, I mean, he, as we all know that um, God created the earth, the entire world just belongs to him. And he has also created us too as well. And he is the source, everything that we have, he is the source of every single thing that we have in this world today so we must get to know him and in order for us to do this you know worship him in spirit and in truth build a relationship reading the word i mean we have so many resources today god is willing but we also have to be willing to we have so many resources today and sometimes even if we don't understand scripture we can go on youtube i mean on the web there's different commentaries that we can read and when we also ask god to lead us ask the holy spirit to lead us he will also um do that for us and um Lastly, I want to say that um, 
like true worship, it has nothing to do with our environment or our condition. So whether things are going well or bad, um, we should still worship God regardless of what we are going through. So that is what I have to share. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that, uh, Sheila. You're welcome. Um, you said a lot of things. Yeah. One thing that really, um, one thing that uh, stuck with me was one of the first things you said about, you know, the heart, the heart, um, because everything that you said, when one looks at it from bird eye view, you will see what Jesus said, that those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And then truth, of course, deals with our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, when you said, when you talked about um, if we, as we passage where you said, if we have iniquity in our heart, the Lord will not hear us. And iniquity is also, um, it's part of falsehood, it's part of not being true. Of course, um, the first place, like you said, is in the heart. And truth deals with the heart. When we're true, inwardly, inside, then it's like, it's like, uh, how do I put it? It's, it's um, then we're able to we're able to even hear the voice of God, voice of the Spirit. Well, you know, um, but when we deceive ourselves, when we lie, when we're not, uh, uh, um, what's the word again? Um, when we're not true, let me just say that when we're not true, um, is difficult. We can't, we can't, we will not be able to even have access, you know, to the spirit of God because the spirit of God, he's called the spirit of truth. So there's no how you can come to him. In fact, when we, when we, when we're not true, we will not even be able to come to him. We will run from him. You know, so um, it's a very key thing that you mentioned there, which um, uh, is part of worshiping God, building our hearts before Him. And then, of course, the other things you mentioned, especially about um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all the people that refused to bow to any other God or to other gods chose, regardless of the situation, especially that example of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, realize that it's only by the Spirit of God that one is able to do that. One is able to do that. It's only by the Spirit of God. And it's the Spirit of God that brings the Word of God. Because even the Word of God in Scripture, or however God wants to speak to us, is only by the Spirit only by the Spirit of God are we able to even understand Scripture. Only by the Spirit of God are we able to live Scripture. 
you know. Um, that's why someone said, well, the Bible is the only book, but um, you cannot read without the author. You cannot read without mm-hmm. the one who inspired the book. Because you will just read letters. Yeah. You just read, uh, and the scripture says, the letter kill it, but it is the spirit that gives life. So realize that even uh, uh, all scripture does not pertain to you at a particular time. Mm-hmm. But there's at, at every point in time, there is a word, you know, and the more when, you know, studying the word and filling yourself with the written word of God, where, where it comes in hand is the more you know God's word, the more, you know, uh, the spirit of God can speak to you and you will know that he's the one speaking. The more you spend time, you know, um, because scripture is, apart from the stories, um, coupled with the stories and everything, is filled with, you know, people who had, who had, who interfaced with God, different experiences of their, of their, relationship or their uh, encounter with God. So through their own life, through everything, we can see, you know, the ways of God. We can see, you know, the things, how God works in, you know, and then the spirit of God now even comes to open it up even more because our God is unlimited. You know, um, he goes even beyond the written scripture. So, but yeah, um, that's all. That's all I was hearing from, from what you you said. So thank you so much. Oh, Again, thank you too. Thank you for doing this. Um, anyone else wants to share something? Please unmute and let us hear you. Justin, do you have anything to share? Okay, Manuel, do you have anything to share? No, no. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Emeka. Thank you, everybody. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, for me, I, I, I don't know. I'm just on oh, something different is coming to mind about it. They get so, so I don't know how if it's something that is true in itself. Get now. Okay. I'm just seeing it, you know, just now, like in light of um, being born again, salvation. Okay. Like okay. that's how I'm just seeing it now, now for the first time. So in that light, shall you understand being born again? You understand when when Nicodemus came to him and asked mm-hmm. him, you understand, and you understand, and I was telling that to that. Those that must enter the kingdom of God, they must be born of the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and salvation too again, because you know it's a but the hour comet, and now is when the true worshiper, you understand? We say when the true worshiper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth, because this salvation has to do with our backs in salvation, has to do, has to do with spirits. You get we become born. Of the spirits, understand, and the gospel that we are preaching is the gospel of what is the gospel of truth in itself. That's mm-hmm. what the gospel came to do. It came to 
tell us the truth, you know? So is it that you accept it or you don't, but the gospel will mm-hmm. never stop, you understand, because of you, you understand? It will not reduce the standard. The gospel is just truth, mm-hmm. you understand? And when it was being spoken, we can see how it, 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 it was, it was like a stumbling block to those that were religious, you understand? The Pharisees, the Sadducees, mm-hmm. you understand? But still, mm-hmm. it, 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 it never stopped, you understand? So I'm just saying that, I'm saying it like, I think this is the end, the, 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 the last card that God has to offer us is this spirit and truth, you understand? So I like uh, wherever, wherever it is, that I want to worship the Father because what we're all created to, worship that was our main focus like like you said everything we do when god said you do this do that you are and you are obeying is what is an act of worship either so when the first adam fell you know we come short of that so we could not i feel like we could not worship the father the way that he he wanted us to worship him and, and as i said that mm. you know and uh, the our comment now is it when the true worshiper shall worship the father and the spirit and the truth say for the father seeketh such to worship him like that is what is in the mind just like when god said that this is my son in whom i am what i am well pleased mm. i don't know do you get so it shows us yes. that and it's and say that in the time past it spoke to us by the prophet you understand he said but now by what by jesus so i'm just using that to to buttress this point, is when I say the father seeks such to worship him, that this is what is really on his mind to do. You see, I and say God is spirit, do you get? And they that worship him must worship him in understand. So that's what just came to mind now. So I, I'm not that sure mm. if if it makes sense. Instead, oh, it makes, so it makes sense. I just see it in light of being born again by the spirit and salvation being what. Something of truth. So I don't know, Sha. That's what came to mind now. Mm. 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 Flesh and blood are not. <laughs> I'll review that for you. You know, um, because as you were even talking, when you when you brought up Nicodemus, immediately um what Jesus said, you know, um in that scripture, in that passage, John 3, I'll just quickly, let me just quickly um, share this. John chapter 3, from verse 5, you know, after Jesus had told him in verse 3, says it, you know, most assured I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see. He cannot see. He cannot, cannot even come to the awareness of that realm of the kingdom of God. But then, you know, verse 4 says, Nicodemus now says, how can a man be born when he's old? Again, this man had not entered that spirit. He could not even understand what Jesus was saying. He was still seeing it from the physical, um, from the physical, with physical eyes. Say, can he enter a second time to his mother's womb and be born? Then Jesus took it, you know, further. Mm-hmm. Verse 5, Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot 
enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said I said to you, you must be born again. A, the wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So, but my emphasis is verse five. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit. And the scripture came to mind when you said gospel is truth. Right, and then when you said the gospel is truth, yeah, 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 yes, this is what came to mind. So it says, unless one be born of water and spirit. Now, when when I came to really understand the scripture, water there eh, now took me to stay with me. Now took me to okay. Ephesians chapter five. Quickly, I'll come back to John 3. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. It says, this is where Paul was talking about husband and wife. But he wasn't actually talking about husband and wife. He was actually talking about Christ and the church. So us and Christ. But he says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of what water water by the word by what the word by the word so okay it says that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish so there is a washing or cleansing but not by not by uh, uh, ever water or, or you know <laughs> but by mm. the word so it means what Jesus meant there when he told Nicodemus except a man be born of what water and spirit is the word and the spirit and like you rightly said, the word is what? Truth. Right? Yes. You, you get where I'm going to? Mm-hmm. The word is truth. So, and remember, it says this is what he uses to what? Cleanse. Cleanse, to wash. And remember, Hebrews 4 tells us that the word of God is sharper than what? To a just son, right? Mm-hmm. Able to what divide to the dividing, God has put but to the dividing of what soul and spirit, bone mm-hmm. and marrow, and revealing what able to reveal the innermost, innermost. intents of the heart. He realizes only truth that can do that, and truth that is the word of God. And the word of God is truth. Realize when the word of God comes. He comes to his light. He comes to reveal. So, I'm saying this because you see what Jesus said, that, that, that the Father is looking for what true worshippers, right? That we worship him in spirit and in truth. 
And that's what he told Nicodemus here. In fact, do, do we do we do we see what I'm trying to what I'm trying to because I even wanted to ask that hope that we get it because even which I'm just getting it right when I was talking. So I don't know. We might be wrong. So just soon as just was staring at my face the way you you are even explaining the more is 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 clear right what i explain so as you even um can you guys hear me yes i can hear you yeah okay so you see also <laughs> you now link this to also what john says in John chapter one, uh, where is it? That place where he said that the law came through Moses, but what? Grace and truth came through who? Came through Jesus Christ, right? Hello? Hello, yes, we can hear you. Okay, just hold on. Let me think my earphones are the batteries down. Let me just switch to okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay, so um somewhere in John chapter one, John reveals that the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I'm looking for the verse. John 1 17. 17, right? Okay. Okay, yes. Um, for now, see what verse 14. I'll, I'll explain why I'm bringing this verse. See what verse 14 says And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Full of grace and truth. And then 17 now. Okay, 16 says, and of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And there was a time when I was um, really studying grace. That's when I realized that grace is not grace without the Holy Spirit. Do we get? Yes. You know, it says grace and truth came through Jesus. So you can actually see that it is actually saying the spirit and truth came through Jesus Christ. Because how do we, how do we receive grace? It's through the Holy Spirit, isn't it? Mm. You, you, you see, 
So you can see the same thing. And you see that we cannot even worship God except by his word. Grace. Right? Mm -hmm. By his grace. So here he's saying grace and truth came through Jesus because it was through Jesus that the Holy Spirit was given. So that's why I'm bringing this. You can just see it everywhere. Spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. That's what I wanted to share. Don't mind me. What Tola said, just Emmanuel said, triggered all of this. So I just wanted to share it. But I don't know if we truly understand it. Is it clear? Hello? I'm with you. I'm with you. What you said is clear. Okay. And just in in addition, you know, we said that in spirit and in truth, uh, or something else that's coming to to mind is that that means that our life has to be consistent with the truth. Mm. Dig it. You understand? If... If God is going to accept, accept our worship, the way we live, uh, something came to mind now, you know, just today on a WhatsApp group that I'm on, you know, so uh, I think, no, it was this week when they had uh, some, some past Super Ego players, you understand, they saw them uh, with Tinobu. Uh, Sorry, I'm just bringing this up to just to address this issue of in truth for us believers, how our truth has, has to be consistent in our life, in what we do, the way we act, in everything that we do, because that, that is the only to worship. You know, when they saw Kanu, I think of Koshanko in Tinubu, something, you know, people started talking. Did we all read that news, or am I the only one that saw it? I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh. That they were talking about that, uh, like now that yes, yes, yes. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, they were saying that now that we are trying to clamor for a new president, someone younger, you understand? Apart from all these old men that has been ruling us, now that they're saying that some, some, um, some figures, icon, you understand, are now partnering with uh, Tinubu, you understand that it will send the wrong signal. Do you get? To mm. everyone else, you understand, and like it's as if that they are conversing for them indirectly. Do you mm. get? So mm. you, you know th- that was going on this week. People were sharing their opinion, and later on, Kanu came. He said that uh, well, that it was it wasn't advocating for Tinubu to be, be be the president. That you understand that he has helped him in the past, and he's just doing this so everybody gets your. PVC and vote wherever you like. That went just tonight, just this evening when I was coming, you know, in this group again. So I saw that uh, the uh, team Dakolo, I'm just saying that now, sang in articles for his presidential ambition. Do you get? And these are people that on their like 
so-called on their polls, the way they understand, they, they portray that, you understand, they are tired of all this, you know, because there are people that people look up to, you understand, that they, yeah. they condemn all this kind of acts, all this kind of behavior, you understand, openly. So, you know, when people now saw that, like, even you, Tim, Tim now, now, now you went to Atiku's campaign and you are singing for him, you understand, for his, for his yeah. presidential ambition. So what does this tell us? Do you get now? Yeah, and yeah. This, uh-huh. So this is just coming to mind now. You understand that that is very is is key that we are, our life is consistent as a believer with the truth, you know. And when they were saying these people were giving their opinion, me I, I was like, so I now saw his response again, and his response was funny to me. He said, if I sang, if I went to sing for him, then you too you can take your own voice to so go and sing for him. That everything is all about the bread. I don't know. So when I saw his response, that really did sit well with me. Now, the reason why he did that, now, according to what he's saying, is, is because of what they bred. And that is not how believers that God will accept their worship can live. I'm just saying this. He may have a good reason for that. Yeah, the money might be so convincing. No, but as a believer, no. Our life must represent the truth. The truth that we are advocating, we must also live by it. I don't know, maybe I'm just using that to just buttress. So it won't come to a point that uh, people are not checking your life with what you are saying at the point that uh, this is the person that is saying this and you are doing something else. I don't know, maybe you will get. Yes. Such worshippers doesn't please God. That, that, is, that is what I'm saying. Whoever it is, if it's a pastor, if it's something, it, it, it doesn't please God because our life must be consistent with the truth and we must live it. And the truth. So they can't see you saying this, and again, you're doing something else. You understand? And in the end, you say it, it, it's all about the money. Hmm. You get it. So yes. I, I don't know. So as a believer, this is not something that we can afford, lest it, our worship will not be accepted. Hmm. Thank you so much, Tola. Thank you so much. Um, you know, truth. <laughs> truth is um truth. Um truth is a light, you know, it's 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 also an expression of light. Um an expression of light and um you know this. As you're speaking now, self, as you spoke, it just reminds me of all that we've been talking about. You know, from when we talked about um, first of all arising, you know, coming to our light so that we can receive the right light and go forth to shine. Going to you know, dwelling in the hill of the Lord in His presence. Then we move to abiding, what it truly means to abide. Then we spoke of, you know, overcoming the times. And one thing that is very, that is, um, that links all of this is the shaping of the heart. The shaping of the heart. You know, because the heart is, our heart or the, the heart is, 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 is a receiving organ. It's a organ that, 
it it shapes it is shaped based on what is what it receives or it, it is a receiving organ it must receive so it's either we are receiving from the well of truth or from the well of that's from the well of the word of god or from somewhere else and the reason why we spoke about abiding in god is so that god we we're always in that place where God is able to shape our hearts. He's the one that shape, shapes our heart because of, again, the times that we're coming into where darkness, wickedness will increase or darkness will increase and um, people will become victims of the time. So, victims of different things, situations, circumstances, things that are happening around, they all seek to, or Satan seeks to use this thing to shape hearts and make it crooked or make it bent, or make it uh, 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 unrighteous, make it in a way that is, is false. You understand? It's not true. Remember when we read about, you know, that... That scripture, I think it was uh, Psalm 12, where David was asking uh, the godly man sees it that see this one, each person is dealing with his neighbor uh, 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 dishonestly, you know, in a dishonest manner. So um, dishonesty will be, it will be like the norm. You know, people saying one thing and then, so we see it. And that's why truth, 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 you know, um, truth is a key thing. And truth is always, truth is constant. You know, um, it's truth that helps to shape our heart so that we can truly receive from God. You know, um, so yeah, that's what came to mind when you were just speaking, you know. Um, being a being a person of truth, being a person of, is very important. It's very important. Um, but yeah, I, I hope I made sense. Does anyone want to share anything else before we just, you know, pray? Anyone wants to share? Okay, I guess not. Um, okay, so let's just um, let's just begin to thank God, you know, for this word today. Um, so many things have been said today, but everything comes down to, you know, that God is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Jesus revealed this is how we are able to enter in spirit and in truth. When we are born of the spirit and we are, we are born of water and of spirit. Water being the word and the word being truth. We are born of spirit 
and truth. And we worship God this way. That is what pleases the Father. So let's just begin to thank God for his word. Let's begin to just thank him for his good and his mercies endures forever. Let's thank him for his spirit because this is impossible without the spirit. It's impossible to, you know, truly live a life of complete truth without the spirit of truth. So that's why he has given us grace by the Holy Spirit. Yes, we can call on him and say, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me to be true. Help me to be as you want me to be. And he gives grace. He gives the, the, the strength. He gives the desire. Let's just begin to bless his holy name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for everything that, you know, that you thank you for ministering to each and every one of us. Thank you for your word that has come forth, has shone upon our hearts. Yes, for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thank you for all that was said today, you know, that you said through each person. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to be doers of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's also ask the Lord to help us to worship him truly in spirit and in truth. Yes, in spirit and in truth. That we be a people of truth. When you're a person of truth, <laughs> you, you, you are not afraid of anything. Fear leaves you because, like I said, truth is light. You know, fear is a form of darkness. And fear preys upon when somebody is, is not in the light. But when we are true, and true truth first starts in the presence of God, in the presence of God, yielding our hearts. When we yield, when we are able to yield our hearts in that place, oh, when we come out, we are bold, we are confident. We know that Satan cannot bring any accusation. Fear cannot, fear cannot survive in our habitat because we have been made right. We are, we are, we are, we are true before the one who is true. Before him who is called faithful and true. We are true before him. And once we are true in his presence, we are true everywhere. So let's ask him, Lord, help me to be true. Help me to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help me to, to be led by your spirit. To, act, to, to, not, to, to access grace by your spirit. The grace that is needed to walk in your ways to to worship you rightly to to do all that you want us to do to live a life that pleases you live a life that shines your light yes the light that 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 shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend oh lord we ask that you help each person help us oh god help us lord for as you said that we can do nothing without you Without you, we can do nothing. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh, quicken each and every one of us. Oh, God of mercy, in the name of Jesus, 
Ila kusa ziza pila kome. Mentos kevila ateli brasko venai kama. Shanda brasko valam braska valia tekus tavalish tefelembe. O Lord, we ask that you quicken each person. Yes, yes, that we walk in the spirit. We live a life of truth, of your truth, in the name of Jesus. Apostle God, that we're able to always bring our hearts before you, before your light. Yes, yes. Knowing that <laughs> you, 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 you are for us, you are not against us. Yes, that you don't, when, when, when you ask us to, to yield our hearts to you, it's, it's for our own good. That even if we see whatever we find in our hearts, you know, they might be, we, sometimes we might be afraid of what we might find. Or maybe we, you no, know, no, no. When we see that way, we, 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 we allow Satan to, 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 to um, rob us of that which, 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 uh, uh, that which we need, that which can, be, can, we, we, we can benefit us in him. And when we yield our hearts, he reveals, whatever he reveals, even if it's not of him, there is, there is, there is hope and there is, there is access, there is redemption, there is healing, there is cleansing in his presence. And when he cleanses us, then we are made right. And when we are made right, then we are made true. When we are made true, we can stand upright. We are confident because we have been made right with our God, with our Father who is good, who is merciful then we can go forth and shine brightly without fear. Oh Lord, help each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. That we worship, we rule in the fear of the Lord. We rule in justice. Kelly Mananzia Kotalibras Cavalli, Rekish de Vetuasi Brascovalia, Nenkezista Brascove, that our lives will shine forth your light, your truth, your word, your nature, your kingdom, that even without opening our mouths everywhere we go to, oh, your light will shine bright through us. That everyone who comes in, in contact with us shall it will be said that they came in contact with the light of God, they came in contact with the vessel of God, that they came in contact with the kingdom of God, that they came in contact with Zoe, with the life of God in the name of Jesus. Oh Rakusha Dalista Brasku Falaika. Menu sozi ketula kimananga repes kifetuate nento salabrasko velishte veluate. Every hindrance to this, O oh God, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is, we, we, we ask that let it be rooted out. Every tree that you did not plant, Heavenly Father, 
that has been a hindrance to us living, worshiping you in spirit and in truth, or even your church, we ask, oh God, that you root it out. Let it be rooted out in the name of Jesus, that we rise above it. We rise above them in the mighty name of Jesus. to your purpose or according to your will by your mercy by your spirit Ikale Suzali Parasitke Gento Kinta Limbra Zika Mando Sai Cabrascove Ila Manta Sai Ayakada Skakatemoko Kome Katana Shanama Rosa Kapagatemo Satana Ikatana Yes, hello. Yeah, I just want to uh, pray, uh, join me in prayers that there's, there's a job actually that's the contract I'm supposed to do. And um, they've been going back and forth 